inspirational thought number four. Be a leader. How to change people. To be an effective leader, you must keep these guidelines in mind when it is necessary to change someone's attitude or behavior. You must be sincere. You shouldn't promise anything you can't deliver. You must know exactly what you want the other person to do. Be empathetic. Ask yourself what it is the other person really wants. Consider the benefits that person will receive from doing what you suggest. Match those benefits to the person's wants. And always remember, when you make your request, put it in a form that will convey to the other person the idea that he personally will benefit. These guidelines are going to be reinforced with the nine principles of becoming an effective leader. Principle one. Begin with praise and honest appreciation. A lot of people hear criticism more than they hear praise and appreciation. To be able to motivate the other party, whether it is an employee, your child, a friend, you must create praise and honest appreciation for their motivation to be uplifted. Instead of saying that their idea won't work or criticizing that, let's say, someone's speech is too long for a conference. Instead, compliment that person about the good things of that speech. about the good things in that particular situation 
before you mention the criticism. As Dale Carnegie said, beginning with praise is like the dentist who begins his work with Novocaine. The patient will still get a drilling, but the Novocaine kills the pain. Start with praise and honest appreciation before you criticize someone. It will make a world of difference. Number two, call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. The key is using the old technique called a criticism sandwich, where you start off with a compliment when you're going to offer negative feedback. And then after the compliment, you mention the criticism, but you make sure to end with another positive compliment. It's truly amazing what a little bit of positivity at the beginning and end of a criticism can make a huge difference on how the person perceives it. Most of us respond bitterly to direct criticism. When we're looking to change a person without offending them or arousing resentment, Simply use that sandwich method or change a simple three-letter word that we often use when we criticize. And that three-letter word is the word but. Many people begin their criticism with sincere phrase. However, they destroy that sincerity and cause the other recipient to feel resentment when they hear the word but right after the compliment. For example, if you say to someone, we are really proud of you for this, 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 but if you had worked harder, you could have gone and gotten this better state. When you hear this, or when a recipient hears this, 
they get caught up on the word what. Because this word leads the person to question the sincerity of the initial praise given. It makes that person feel like the praise was only a contrived lead-in to the criticism. Instead of using the word but, always remind yourself to use the word and instead. By using the word and, the person will be able to accept the praise because there was no follow-up with a direct criticism. For example, if you say to someone, we are really proud of your accomplishments, and if you continue your efforts, you will be able to achieve this. See how that sounds completely different than if you said, we are proud of your accomplishments, but you need to continue your efforts to accomplish this. That one word difference makes the difference between the person accepting a praise and a person feeling like your praise was insincere. So always remember to call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. Don't use the word but and try to use the criticism sandwich method of praising, criticizing, and ending with praise. Number three about your own mistakes before criticizing the other person. By doing this, the other person will be able to feel included and be able to accept your criticism more openly. It is much easier to listen to the description of our own faults when the person criticizing begins by humbly saying that they also made these mistakes or that they also are far from perfect. As Dale Carnegie said, admitting one's own mistakes, even when one hasn't corrected them, can help convince someone to change their behavior.
feel connected, create a connection with the other person by showing that you are at a level ground and you were at one point in the same situation that they were. So always remember when you're about to criticize someone, ask yourself, what was I like when I was that age? What was I thinking when I was at their level of experience? To be a positive influence, you have to think like a mentor instead of a boss. You have to think as their friend instead of their parent. Number four, ask questions instead of giving direct orders. No one likes taking orders. Instead of telling people what to do, we should give them the opportunity to do it themselves, to learn from their own mistakes. Instead of saying, do this or don't do that, we should more often say, you might consider this or do you think that would work? We long remember brash orders we've been given, times we've been screamed at, even if they were done to correct a bad error. But instead, if we ask questions that give people the opportunity to correct errors themselves, we save their pride and give them a are more likely to accept an order if they had a part in the decision that caused the order to be issued. Resist the temptation to simply tell others what to do. Instead, ask them questions that will help them bring a conclusion that is the best action to take and it is a conclusion that they themselves created. Five, let the other person save face. When we disagree with someone, even if we are right and he is definitely wrong, we only destroy their ego by causing them to lose face. You have no right to say or do anything that diminishes a person's view in his own eyes. What matters is not what you think of him, but what he thinks of himself. 
hurting a person in his dignity is a crime. We are so quick to criticize that we seldom offer others the opportunity to save face, especially when a considerate word and a genuine understanding of the other person's attitude is all it takes to make a change. When you want to deliver a criticism, avoid delivering negative feedback in front of the other or setting up a situation that will be embarrassing for the person. Think to yourself, if I were them, how would I like to hear this news? and design your environment and your approach accordingly. Six, praise the slightest improvement and praise every improvement. Be hearty in your approbation and lavish in your praise. When you look back at your own life, can you think of a time when a few words of praise made a huge impact in your life and shaped you as the person you've become today? One of the most powerful abilities we have is helping others realize their potential. We can do this by praising their strengths, yet it is something we do so infrequently. Yes, it is much easier to point out someone's fault, and it is much easier to criticize. But try hard really hard to find something to praise. We should always praise often by noting even small steps and minor improvements. We encourage the other person to keep improving. As Jesse Lair said, praise is like sunlight to the warm human spirit. We cannot flower and grow without it. And yet, while most of us are only too ready to apply to others the cold wind of criticism, we are somehow reluctant to give our fellow the warm praise of sunshine. We should praise and we should praise wholeheartedly. Praise specifically. Make it sincere. And not something we're just saying to make the other person feel good. 
7. Give the other person a fine reputation to live up to. 8. Give the other person a lofty reputation to live up to incites them a desire to meet those expectations. If you want to improve a person in a certain aspect, act as though that particular trait was already one of their outstanding characteristics. When you're trying to change someone's mind, give them the reputation to live up to by saying something like, I respect the fact that you're always willing to listen and are being enough to change your mind when the facts warrant a change. Appeal to their nobler motives of responsibility, fairness, openness, and diligence. Eight, use encouragement. Make the fault seem easy to correct. By doing this, we make the other person feel motivated, have their ego intact, and inspire them to achieve a higher level of progress and motivation. Be liberal with encouragement. Make the thing seem easy to do. Let the other person know that you have faith in their abilities and that he has an undeveloped flair for it and that he will practice until the dawn comes in the window in order to excel. So remember, rather than simply telling someone their goal is out of their reach, find ways to encourage small victories when possible. Small compliments can help make way for greater achievement while keeping them inspired. Small victories can come in the form of a simple token, a simple compliment, or any incentive. Get the person happy to accept your decisions and want to do. what we crave to achieve a greater level of accomplishment. 9. Make the other person happy 
about doing the things you suggest. This is the final key in being a leader and changing people without arousing resentment. The key is to make the person happy about doing what we want them to do. If you're having a hard time convincing someone, offer incentives praise and authority to make them feel happy to accept your decision and do what you want them to do. For example, if you have an employee who is struggling with a certain task, appoint them to be the supervisor for that task and watch as they improve immediately. If you have a hard time convincing a child to do a chore, offer to pay a dollar for every time they do a chore and take away a dollar for every time they don't. It's all about providing incentive praise or authority to make that person feel happy to do what you ask of them. So remember, with these nine principles, you can become an effective leader and change people's attitudes and behaviors. These principles will guide you towards the six different principles that I mentioned in the beginning. The six different guidelines you must keep in mind. One, be sincere. Don't promise anything you can't deliver. Two, know exactly what you want the other person to do. Three, be empathetic. Ask yourself what it is the other person really wants. Four, consider the benefits that person will receive from doing what you suggest. Five, match those benefits to the person's wants. Six, when you make your request, put it in a form that will convey to the other person the idea that he personally will benefit. These are the guidelines to become an effective leader. Remember these guidelines and reference the nine principles to be able to create a change in a person.
you for listening to this week's episode. Stay tuned for new episodes every other week. If you'd like to check out more content, go to my website, www.tolivemotivation.wordpress.com. If you have any topics that you're interested in for this podcast to talk about, you can message me through the website or with Anchor. Have a wonderful day and go conquer.